You're listening to Self by No Name. I'm Lou. And I'm Ria. And this is The Cancelled. We still, after how two seasons, we still never got that right. No. no. Do you want to try? Should we? Yes. Okay. I feel like it's our last episode. We should be good. We, should, we, can, we can get it? You yes. Be, do, you, do you believe in us? I believe in us. Okay, I don't. Um... <laughs> 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 you and your inability to get into sync with me and say the cancelled. Oh, you can't get in sync with me. No, I think you're the problem. I'm the problem. Mm -hmm. You can't get in sync with me. You can't get in sync with me. I'm older. Respect your elders. <laughs> <laughs> the audacity. Can't get in sync. Anyway, anyways, the cancelled. Uh, because the cancelled. Anyway, uh, welcome to our last and final episode, not mm -hmm. just of the season, but forever. Forever, ever? Forever, ever. Ever, ever? But I don't, I don't remember the song well Same. enough to like know how long it goes on for. Right. So ah, I, we can't do this. Remix, you know? <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, so instead, uh, our usual format right now is like we talk about pop culture yeah, and shit, like what's but relevant. like... Fuck that. Like, no. first of all, both of us are too busy to really know what's happening. What's, the only thing I know is like Nikki and Cardi got into a fight and we talked about them the last episode. So yeah, I'm, I'm no need to revisit of that. Nikki. Little yeah. Miss Nikki. But no need to revisit that. So I think what we're gonna do instead is uh talk about ourselves. Yes, our favorite subject. Our first episode <laughs> was two years ago. Yes. Almost, I can't remember the exact date, but like almost exactly two years it was, ago. Because it was I definitely like it was after summer. Because yeah. I had to spend the whole summer convincing you. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> Do you remember when you first brought up the topic of like starting a podcast? And I was like, no. No. Nah. Like, wait. Wait. We have great um, chemistry. Um, we're adult friends, we know what to do, like, let's do this. And then I convinced you the whole summer. That's how I remember it somewhere in fall. I don't know the yeah. exact date, but it was after summer. Yeah, it was I definitely after summer convincing you. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> Are you talking me into doing something that I didn't want to do? <laughs> Good times. <sighs> it was fun. And then the first episode. Wow, that was a shit show, to be quite honest. It was yeah. like you and me set up on this like at, on like a makeshift table first yes, of all in my basement. <laughs> we were sitting on like um uh I think I was on like a little we were sitting on like stools or little yes. chairs or yes. something. And the my it was like my computer and our two road mics, yes. which are camera mics. Yes. Not even fucking. But you um, do what you gotta do. You right. It was like nobody was trying to buy new mics for <laughs> for this random project. We did think of it too, but um, then we're like, nah. Right, because it was like I already had a road. Like we already, we both already had road mics yeah. that like we used on our DSLR cameras. Mm -hmm. All we needed was like an attachment to yes. attach the and road like, mic to the and computer like a tripod type. Situation. Right. 
So it was like, it literally, I think it cost us like a total of like 20 bucks. Yes. To, <laughs> to just like adapt our road mics yeah. to making a podcast. Um, and then, so those, those were like plugged into our computer, to my computer. And it was literally like, oh my God, do you remember when we used to think that people would listen to us for an hour? <laughs> Our first we episode dreamers. was so we were long. We really so believe, long. We really oh believe God. people cared about us enough. Right, like care what the fuck we had to say. <laughs> for an hour. For an hour. I don't even want to listen to myself for an hour. Wow. Like the fuck? That was amazing. That was wild. Like, shout out to our, we really believed in ourselves. <laughs> I mean, I still believe in us. Yeah. I still think we're fucking Okay, but dope. we're more but we, realistic we, we figured it out also. <laughs> like, we cut it down to, like, half an hour. Yeah. To, to After a few it. episodes, yeah. we were like, mm, this, is, right. this is, this is a little too much. The engagement ends after, like, 10 minutes. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was amazing. I actually forgot about that hour long. <laughs> I know, right? That I was wild. I think I was so traumatized by that that I just locked it away. <laughs> Traumatized yes. by like listening to, and then oh my god! No, so I remember. So audacity. okay, so I used to edit all of the. Uh, yeah. Obviously, like Sisterhood Media does all it of the production for god. this entire season. Yeah. But I used to edit all the videos or all the podcasts, and it was like I would have to. It was like an hour and a half, and half of that, like thirty minutes of that, was literally you being like. Mm, let's do that again. Mm, <laughs> cut that out. No, 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 I don't want that. Because I, because the first episode that. was like a test mm-hmm. of like me learning. Like this podcast taught me patience and like pausing. Because I was so used to just continuing, continuing that I felt like I was like running mm. into you and yep. I spoke over you. So then I would like the next episode, our second episode. You can hear me like telling you um, off, obviously, like in the extras. I think I spoke over you, so repeat that again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It was definitely a learning experience because it was a lot of the like... first episode we had to re-record. Did we? Yes, because I I literally spoke over you so many times. Wow, I and like, remember that. I think I hurt your feelings. I hurt your feelings. Did you? Wow, oh, clearly not that yes. much because I don't even remember yes. that. I hurt your feelings. So you know Oh, what? you know what? And I remember we that. We have to re-record because you were like, there's I no way we can that. do it. And yeah. also, remember how I'm uncomfortable with the audio of my voice? Yeah. So the first episode was also very sad in that way, too, where I kept mm-hmm. doubting myself. Yeah. Yes. So And I had to, like, push you to just, like, believe that what you were saying was, like, yes. fine and accurate yes. and, like, good yeah, and shit, yeah, yeah. you know? Um... Yeah, so the very first episode, no one ever heard it, except you, apparently. Yeah. And that really hurt you. So yeah. we had to re-record again, and yes. then we, that was the episode that Listen, listen, guys. I'm a cancer. <laughs> I'm very sensitive and <laughs> emotional, okay? Allow me. I'm like a crybaby I wouldn't say crybaby. Crybaby is a little mutt. Wow, demon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why am I friends with you? I don't get it. <laughs> it's okay. We're family. It's okay. It works out. <laughs> okay. This is literally our podcast. 
me saying so <clears throat> are you just like how dare you <laughs> <laughs> yes i mean i heard the podcast ended up just becoming like a glimpse into our friendship just because it was literally just like a lot of the time we would just go off the rails and like <laughs> talk about random shit and it's like how did we get the amount of times that it was like how Derailed. did we get here to this topic of conversation oh my god um, i don't know but yeah jump. it was like our 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 fucking our whole friendship is like that <laughs> we're like we'll, we'll just be talking for like and then we'll rant about 50 other things right? at the same time and then I'll, and then like someone will forget what the fuck they were saying and then be like wait what were we talking about <laughs> who knows who clearly knows? wasn't important enough no but it was like you know uh i am sad it's ending but also i'm okay with it because i learned so much like I learned so much, like like what, like um, growing up with like a speech impairment, um, hearing myself. I'm very like it took. I think it took two t- recordings of Samah for me to finally like mm-hmm. get comfortable because it took me a year to get comfortable. Well, not a year, but like we had the uh, the ba- uh, foundation of being friends already, mm-hmm. um, and having like the vulnerability existing in our friendship for me to like open up. But like the audio of my voice is very much of an insecurity of mine because I can't pronounce certain words, um, so constantly having to say you can cut that out or mm-hmm. I don't like that or. Um, especially, oh my God, the first couple of episodes was so painful, the outtakes, because I literally would stop and look at you and be like, did I say that correctly? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, that I happened that a lot. So many and there were so many times beginning. where like you would do that and I would be like, yes. Like, <laughs> and then good. I would look at you and I'm like, are you sure? Because <laughs> it felt, it sounded like it didn't, but anyways, like. Have a living with like a speech impairment that like no one knows because I'm like a walking talking thesaurus. Mm-hmm. Like the minute, the second I realize my tongue can't pronounce a word, it automatically goes into the vault of what other word do I need from like this section. But um, yeah, so it, it built my confidence in my speech, especially my audio, because audio versus being in person is different. Like. It's you're just hearing me. Mm-hmm. So, so how do you think that you are different now? For oh, this is gonna turn into an interview, but hey. it's like my documentarian, <laughs> the documentarian inside of me is just jumping out. out. But how do you feel like you're different now than you were two years ago when we started the podcast? Oh my god, two years ago I was a bag of insecurities mm-hmm. when it came to my voice, like. There was a lot of times that, like, during the editing that I would, like, message you. I'll be like, actually, I don't like how I sounded here. Or yeah. I don't like how I pronounced this. Or I, I'm willing to re-record a certain word for you. Or blah. Like, it was really bad. But now it's like, um, I feel like joining sisterhood is where the growth. Because the growth really showed up with, uh, not to say that you're an outsider so much. <laughs> But, like, having but, to relinquish yes, control. Yes. Yeah. Whereas with you, you are at my fingertips. Like, I message <laughs> you, like, constantly. Yeah. Where I'm like, hey, I didn't like this. Edit this. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, and you have the patience of, like, allowing me to have that. Where with Samah, it's like, I know you, but I didn't know you as well as I knew Lou, right? So there was, like, this vulnerability that I had to, like, okay, 
control. I can't have it. Got it. Okay, how do we operate now? Mm. And then it took me like, I, I think honestly it took me three to four episodes to finally be like, all right, I think I can do this. Mm -hmm. This is good. This is great. Awesome. Um, it taught me the out, uh, like the not having control and how to have the confidence within that. That was really fucking hard. <laughs> and I didn't, you know what's interesting? This podcast introduced me to like how much I didn't realize my voice was such an insecurity. Like, I mean, logically it is because of my past and like my upbringing, but it got magnified in the beginning. Mm. And now it's like, oh, cool, whatever. I mean, I that makes sense because it's like the whole podcast is literally like your voice. Like, <laughs> no shade. You got but like, It is literally like the two of us talking. That's yeah. the whole entire podcast. So yeah. I get it when it's like, it's like something that you're creating an entire, particularly, I think for you, I think for both of us really, yeah. coming from, um, being visual artists mm -hmm. who work behind the camera. Mm -hmm. um, I know you have your like portrait series mm -hmm. where you take self portraits yeah, of yourself. To force myself to look right. at myself. <laughs> but before that, before you started that series, it was all like mixed media yeah. art. Um, and, and you'd even it. like stopped performing um, spoken, spoken word. Because of anxiety. Right. Yeah. So, and then for me, like I am a filmmaker, so I literally am just behind the camera yes, all the time. All the time. Um, <laughs> even so though cool. I'm cute enough for the camera still. You know, you're just out you know, here. Yeah, got, got a got a face for radio. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a face for radio. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I think that I think it was a big like learning curve, a big um learning experience. I mm -hmm. would say. Mm -hmm. It's a big learning experience for the both of us um, on how to, like, put ourselves out there. And I think also it really forced us to, like, brand ourselves. What do you um, feel like um, you're taking away from this experience of the canceled? Um, I don't think I had – I didn't, like, I didn't have in the same insecurities as you, but I definitely uh, – I've had stage fright, like, my entire life. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like being the center of it, despite the way I dress. We talked about this, remember? <laughs> <laughs> it was literally within our first year of friendship where we acknowledge we both are colorful looking people. Yeah, yeah. We don't like to be stared at. <laughs> like I used to literally, like my, I used to literally have blue locks, like yes. up until like, oh. <laughs> I had purple locks up until a month ago, mm -hmm. like, or two months ago, despite you know, my outward appearance, I've never really been comfortable being the center of attention or, like, people, like, focusing all their attention on me. Um, and I think that uh, this podcast, which is really, is a really difficult... It's so interesting that I feel like a lot of artists are introverts, mm -hmm. um, including the both of us. Um, but in order to make a living as an artist, you have to be able to put yourself out there. Um, you have to be able to like sell yourself, sell yourself, and so present yourself so to the world. It does feel dehumanizing, a hundred percent. But the that and you know I'm anti-capitalist as fuck. But at the end of the day, I still got bills to pay. Exactly. Like I still have to put 
food in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, I still gotta pay these fucking phone bills. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I still I still have to like function and you operate in the world that in I live this in. World. Exactly. Um, and if I want to make a living at the thing that I'm most passionate about, I have to be able to like put myself out there and like make myself. I wouldn't say available to the masses in any way because I'm, yeah. I don't think I'm available necessarily, but, like, I have to be willing to curate myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that this podcast really made me able and willing to yeah. do that. It kind of – you for it's, – it's funny because you forcing me to do the podcast forced me to become a more successful artist, which is so fucking weird. <laughs> Yeah, so I think, like, the podcast ultimately was, like, really a growing experience for both of us. For both for of sure. us, yeah. For sure. I think, um, I don't know if I told you this, but remember how YouTube was really hard? Mm. Because it's not only just audio, but it's visuals. The audio doesn't bother me as much. Now I have to focus on the visuals. <laughs> right, right. Because of this podcast, like, now I'm stronger in my audio where, like, I've been invited to uh, um, to be a guest on other podcasts. And before, like, when we first started, I was like, nah, the hell? Who do you think you is? Like, no. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I'll think about it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean yes, but it also means I'm not rejecting it right away, which mm-hmm. I would have, like, even a year ago, I would have rejected mm-hmm. it, right? Um, but really you think you'll start another podcast? Hell no. Don't say never. Never say no, never. No, no. If I ever stop a start a podcast ish again, mm. it wouldn't be a podcast. It would be like a YouTube. Like, oh, okay, like a talk show. Doing, yeah, like I wouldn't see myself doing a radio again unless I'm like a guest or a, right um, a feature or something. Right. I don't see myself doing an individual thing or even in a collab. Why? I'm just. This was something I wanted to do together. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, we were having the most dope conversations, and I was immersing myself with so many amazing Black-centric podcasts at the time, and I'm like, wait, what about, like, the East African angle, though? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so often, like, yes, um, Black, Blackness always, but, like, there's something to be said about the individual black diasporas and mm-hmm. having space. Like, mm-hmm. I don't more have the same More than one story, experience. more than one exactly. voice, you know? I don't have the same experience as other members from other black diasporas, mm-hmm. but we share the racial identity, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not enough. So I was like, what about two East Africans with, like, um, two different um, faiths, two different, like, upbringings but also similar upbringings like why not and Mm -hmm. i really loved the idea that i was east african muslim and you were east african christian i don't know i just thought that contrast Mm -hmm. because so often you only see the same group like Mm -hmm. you only see the muslims or you only see the christians Mm -hmm. you never see the both collab that was yeah that's a hundred i think that's so fucking accurate because i feel like people really are in uh they, I feel like people grow up in these, like, we create echo chambers yes, around ourselves, <laughs> but I think we also, like, grow up in them because, yeah. like, even growing up as, <laughs> this is going to sound so weird, but, like, I didn't realize that there was such a huge uh, Eritrean Muslim population mm-hmm. until I went to Eritrea. Okay. Like, literally, I was in Eritrea 
and like could hear the prayers in the morning coming from the mosque and I was like word (laughs) I actually you were my first Eritrean who was Christian. Mm-hmm. I've only ever met I, Muslim. In Toronto, I've literally never met an Eritrean Muslim up That's until so like last year. That's fascinating. Yeah. So it's like, I think it's so interesting how we like literally, because everybody that I grew up around was Christian mm-hmm. because we're brought together by, I mean, realistically, we're brought together by the church. Yeah. And I'm sure that it's the same for exactly. the it Muslim yeah. um, community where mm-hmm. it's like you you come together around the masjid yeah so it's like here we come around together around the church so i think it's like it's fascinating in that like there's this whole huge community that you like never see never meet yeah um because but like but you know they exist but it's like i don't know where they at (laughs) like (laughs) yes it's so cool like literally um Muslims from your countries are so accessible to me. One time I was voting at, like, it's at Don Bosco from me across the street. I was voting there, and in line, I was talking to the East African president at Ryerson at the time, mm-hmm. and she was Muslim, and I'm and from your country. And I'm like, word. Like, that's how accessible mm-hmm. um, they are to me. Meanwhile, you're, like, my first Christian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I could be that's your first. Hey, but, but yeah, oh, man. I'm gonna miss the show. I'm gonna Are miss you? the regular kind of seeing you and seeing Sister and Sisterhood connection. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to create a project just to be connected to Sisterhood Media. <laughs> you should do that. Yeah, but I wouldn't know why. I'll think about it. Well, I, I'm sure that you and Samak can yeah. like have a little brainstorm. Gang, gang, you know, we just out here. Um, but for sure. I wanted to say, I know we're going to thank people later, mm-hmm. for sure, in yeah, the of outro, course. Of course. but I still wanted to also intentionally make the time and say to everyone who's been rocking with us from the start, mm. to everyone who joined us recently, To every random person that came up to me on the street and yes. like, to like say that they listened to our podcast, yeah. like, that shit was dope as fuck. Yes, thank you for like listening and supporting and affirming two black girls in a world that is so heavily invested and not given us any attention totally and it's so interesting because i feel like when we started this podcast we were in such completely different places in our Mm -hmm. lives and it really it really like formed as a way for us to like have a creative outlet yeah. and have somewhere where we could like um, create content. Yeah, and exist and do what we wanted to do. And feel like we were taking up space. Yes, in, yes. In that a way that we could control. Was. Exactly. The podcast was definitely about taking up space mm. as to. East African girls from Toronto who grew up in Toronto, that's important, mm. um, with a lot of feelings <laughs> and a lot of opinions. <laughs> How many times over the last two years have we been like, we have a lot of feelings? <laughs> we I do. We have a lot of feelings. We have a lot of feelings. Like, listen, so I'm a Cancer opinions. and you're a Gemini. We have a lot yeah, of fucking like, feelings. Like, literally, <laughs> it's like so much. <laughs> like, what can we do? I just, I just... Yeah, I wanted to say thank you to anyone listening right now who's always been listening, who's joining now even. Um, thank you for making time out of your day to gift it to us because mm-hmm. it's nice. 
Um, so for today's Black Girl Magic, we are going to continue talking about ourselves. Uh, like we just have <laughs> been doing. amazing <laughs> intro, fam, because pure facts. But where's the lie? There's no lie. Um, but we kind of wanted to like, I guess like celebrate ourselves and like how, like how well we're doing right now mm -hmm. and also kind of give an explanation for why the podcast is ending. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, I think when, when we started the podcast, it was very much from a place of not having anything to do. Yes. Like a big part of it was like needing a creative outlet because we didn't have one. Um, you know, I, fuck, it was like two, fall 2016, I was like trying to find funding to make Anything. any any kind of fucking project. <laughs> um, actually, I think specifically at the time I was trying to find funding or I had like uh, just finished up rapping um, or like in the summer I had shot. Uh, for a few weeks at Freedom Freedom mm -hmm. School. Yeah, so you were looking for funding. Um. So no. Well, yeah, I was looking for funding, but also I just worked for three weeks for, with like zero fucking funding mm -hmm. and was like broke as shit mm -hmm. and um didn't have no gigs coming in, didn't have no funding for the documentary, uh, which I still didn't even get until like a, almost a year later was mm -hmm. when we actually got the funding for the documentary yeah um and i know like you were like really frustrated yes i yes yes my art was so my art is but also at the time past tense was so dope and like i just felt like i was so unseen i was invisible um i felt like my art didn't matter to anyone except me and which is I guess at least I'm my biggest cheerleader. That's awesome. But there's something to be said about when you're constantly sharing your art and there's no love. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't need the validation. But holy cow, can you act like... like it's really hard to keep going when yes. you have, like, no... I mean, when there's... It's not like you make art for a reward. No. But living in this capitalist society, yes. it is extremely hard yeah. to continue to make art. Yes. When there's no monetary gain. Nothing. When there's no public or professional recognition. Mm -hmm. And, like, I know your situation is a little bit different from mine, but, yeah. like, when it's even, like, your family doesn't support you. Yeah. It's extremely hard to, like, exactly. keep going Yeah, in that situation. So, like, uh, honestly, a lot of times, like, if you... Uh, side note. Yes. Like, anybody who's listening or watching right now, I really want to say that, like, if there's an artist out there who you just, like, randomly discovered who, like, you know, doesn't get a lot of likes, doesn't have a lot of, like, followers or whatever, yeah. you literally messaging them just to be like, I really like your art. Oh, my God. It means so much. It means so, so much. fucking much. It means so much. And, like, like that could keep that person going for yes, another, like, like six fucking months. somebody who cares months, about my you know? art. Yeah, you'll be surprised how well-received your message will be. Totally. Like, there's no artist who's going to, like, say, uh, like, just ignore that message. Yeah. Like, we need support. We deserve support. And it was really hard because at the time, 
I was creating black girl art, but for some reason, the type of art that I was creating, especially on social media, it wasn't like my art wasn't getting love as opposed to somebody who's not a black girl creating the same art being celebrated. And it's just like, I felt no very shade. ignored. No shade. No shade. <laughs> but all the shade. I'm just saying. No shade, though. But all the freaking shade, like an eclipse. You An know? eclipse of shade. Shit. Like, I just, I felt so unneeded. I felt so, like, lonely. Um, so the podcast was, like, an outlet where I could talk shit with somebody I was close with who I considered my sister. And um, it was very healing. Like, it, it forced me out of my house because, it was like, recording was always in your basement. Good times. Rain <laughs> or shine. Blizzard or not, right? That's how you walk through a snowfield. Yeah, I showed up and it was nice. Like it was one of those because in the beginning we did every week. Yeah, and then we did every. It was every week, and then we went to like every two weeks. Yeah, and then we went to like whenever we. And then when we joined Sisterhood Media, we went to. Oh wait, and then there was a period. There was a period where I was like, "We'll figure it out." We had technical difficulties, though, in yes. that defense. Yeah. And then we would shoot, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, you're going to get it when you get it. Right. And then when we joined Sisterhood Media, it became a monthly Yes. Thing. Yeah. Like, and that's actually the only time that we were, like, really consistent. Yeah. With, like, how we were, how frequently we yeah. were putting out was with Sisterhood Media. Because Definitely. it was, like, we schedule a time to, like, show up and... It God helped bless, that we didn't have to do God the editing. You didn't have to, right? Yeah, like, seriously. Like, honestly, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. I don't think there would have been a second season if you had of this editing. podcast if I if it had continued if it had like yeah. if the technical um, production right. had stayed on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I don't That's think fair. there would have been. a I second wish season. I had a laptop that could have supported you. <laughs> no, I know, I know. It's not. It's it no, was I never know, like an issue of not. like, oh, I wish Rhea could like help me with this. It mm-hmm. was just a situation where like, um, I had the equipment and the technical know how to like do mm-hmm. it, but not the time. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't even like not like not having a desire to do it. It was mm-hmm. literally just like I don't have the time. Particularly like when we joined Sisterhood Media was actually like just after. Getting back to like how magical we are. Yes. Um, when we joined Sisterhood Media, it was actually just after I had sh- finished, ra- like I had wrapped up uh, shooting my documentary yeah. with funding yeah. from CBC. Mm-hmm. No big deal, guys. Go watch no that. It's on deal. CBC Short Docs. She's just out here. Uh, <laughs> but like, I was literally right smack dab in the middle of post production for um, my documentary and for Queen of Hearts, mm-hmm. um, the Supernatural short that I, like, mm-hmm. edited last year. Um, so it was literally, like, if I had also had to edit a podcast, it's, like, we never, we wouldn't have ever gotten the second season off the ground mm-hmm. because it would have, I would not have had any time to do work on it until, like, 2018. Mm-hmm. And by that point, it probably would have felt like, too much time had passed to like mm-hmm. launch a second season, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I agree. So yeah, Samak literally showed up in our lives with Benny at the exact right moment we needed. You know, shout out, out to them. Shout out to Sisterhood Media. Yeah, you know, just out here. But yeah, and then I think 
the second year running is when we started no actually shortly after within that year of the podcast the first season yeah we started when our like, careers both yeah our careers just started, started going like places. going up and it was just yeah. like yes finally yeah and but now it's like because our careers are doing so well mm-hmm. it's like we don't have time anymore. right <laughs> yeah i mean it's like i i we did we only shot like or we only did one episode over the we did an episode in June and we did an episode in August because we literally had to skip yes, a month. We had to because skip we July. Were July too, was not accessible. July was like you were fun. fucking figure it out. Goodbye. Flying all over the place and yeah, shit yeah. and like and I was shooting a fucking <laughs> short film. Yes. And like having exhibits and like you were having like your you had like two ex- you had two exhibits back to back. Mm-hmm. Literally. Literally, back to Literally, back. Literally, like, no space. Like, as soon as one ended, the, um, other one, the next one that started. Saturday it ended, that Wednesday I left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then I was making my short film. Um, so we, it was just, like, we we're too busy to, um, to shoot that episode. But I think that time of, like, not doing it was what made us both realize yeah, that, like, that we were too busy to make you know what i think it was like we we're too busy to make this podcast a priority yeah and it, and didn't, it, deserved, des- it. it deserved to like be a yeah. priority because it was it get, uh, we gave birth to it at a time when we needed it and it did so much for us so the least we could do is to honor it by like make it a priority if we can and if yeah. we can't then we should honor it by like letting it go. Yeah, while absolutely. We can. Exactly. And like knowing that like now is the time to yeah, just like that's let such it go. a skill. Facts. Such a skill Facts. to like know when to walk away. Yeah. Um, know when to hold them. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna burst into song. Goodbye. For now, <laughs> until we meet again, I say so long. Farewell to you, my friends. Goodbye. Until we meet again. But yeah, so shout out to you. You've had a crazy year this year. I did. And now it's slowing down. Thank God. I think when I came, because I was, um, so a lot of people during the exhibit at Gallery 44 reached out to me for like a personal tour. So I did a lot of those. Mm -hmm. So I was constantly socializing. And then I went to Minnesota and I was there for five days of socializing some more, Mm -hmm. except maybe one day where half of it, I got to like just exist on my own. Um, But most of it, I was like 80% of it, I was socializing, right? Like when I tell you, Lou, when I went home, I arrived back. So I left Wednesday and I came back Monday. When I came home, it was like 8 p.m. by the time I got into my bed. I knocked out and I stayed in bed until like Wednesday. I was like, the socializing as an introvert mm. took so much. This mm. whole summer I was socializing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a socializer. I feel you, man. I like I just finished doing the TIFF conference. Oh, and that shit is imagine. like literally like morning to night yeah. socializing. Like you go there and you have to like talk to people at the conference and then you have to talk to people at the happy hour. And then you have to oh, I, I guess you don't have to go to TIFF parties, yeah. but like if you wanted, why not? Obviously, why would I not go to a TIFF party if there's going to be free, like, booze and alcohol, like, right? and food, like, free alcohol, free food? Like, who says no to that? Who says no to that? No. Like, not if me. you drink, I mean, well, you don't drink alcohol. Yeah. But, <laughs> but 
free food. Yeah. Who says no to free food? So it's like obviously I'm gonna go to parties that I'm invited to, but But like but then people wanna like alcohol is if I was a drinker, I would absolutely take advantage of what you mean, yes. Facts. (laughs) Seriously. Uh and believe me I did. Uh (laughs) but like you you end up like even if you don't want to socialize with people, you end up like being forced into it. Because there's something that I realized Mm -hmm. over the course of like the conference Mm -hmm. was that if you're standing in a group of people, strangers, or like group of like your friends or whatever, or people you know, strangers will come up to you because they don't have anybody else to talk to Aww. and they see like a, uh, uh, you know, it's like strength in numbers, like, oh, what's going on over here? Like <laughs> type shit. If you're by yourself, people will come up to you because they'll be like, oh, somebody else who doesn't have anyone yeah, to talk exactly. to. Let me like so talk like to that your person. Ask can't live. <laughs> and if you're only talking to the only way to kind of escape it, but this still doesn't work, <laughs> is if you're talking to only one other person. Yeah, then it's more but, intimidating. But it's right. So people won't talk, come up to you if it's like you're talking one on one with somebody, unless they know the person that you're talking to. Then all then bets are off. Exactly. And so there's no way. <laughs> and right, exactly. Especially when it's, it's like it's a bunch of people. Community. It's like it's such it's a it's literally a whole bunch of people who work in the fucking Toronto film industry. Yeah. Like obviously you know like you're gonna know people who are in the room. Yeah, there's a high chance. There's no way to get around it. No. So you well, if you, you go, you're forced to socialize. Do you enjoy I like was exhausted afterwards. Yeah. Like How I was actually not even not afterwards. I was exhausted like halfway through. I think sure. it was like two, three days in, I was like, I can't do this How anymore. Long did guys. It last for, for you? Um, I, uh, I, so I, I, I had the intention of skipping one of the days that I didn't end up skipping. So I actually did all, uh, six days of the conference. Is it six days? Yeah. Six days of the conference. Amazing girl. Um. Couldn't be me, but amazing. I had a lot of free food. Yes. And a lot of free alcohol. Yes. That's it. Okay, cool. And you saw a lot of movies. I'm, I I'm actually so didn't. I actually didn't I even. Didn't I actually didn't see a lot of movies. I saw Rafiki, which is fucking phenomenal. Um, um, also, Neil? this conversation, by the way, is like a perfect example of how we just go off the rails right. and start <laughs> talking right. about random shit all the time. Right. But I didn't see that many movies. But if you see Rafiki, or if you have a chance to see Rafiki, watch that shit. It's gone. Um, it'll come back. It'll come back. It's screening in Kenya. Anyway, God, God, we're so fucking off topic right now. Like, seriously. So shout out to your success in making shout through the socialization. Uh, social, social, not socialization, socializing. Oh, yeah. So I screened, I did, I screened, uh, I made a short film yes, in yes. two months this yes, summer. Yes, yes, yes. Like, and shout out. I was the photographer on set. You were, yeah. You did. I warned myself, and I'm like, "Yo, how can I participate? I'm a photographer. Let me shoot some." That's actually fact. That's almost exactly how that happened. But um, thankfully, we had you on set because we, the other photographer that had like said that she wanted to come out and shoot, never showed up. So, um, it's a good thing that we had you. Um, Yeah, so we shot a short film. And it screened at Caribbean Tales uh, a week ago, two weeks ago, something like that. Um, And you know what? Like, I 
So for those who, for the uninitiated, um, festivals are really expensive to submit to. Yeah. Um, it can be anywhere between like $20 to $100 to submit a short film to a film festival. Um, and that's assuming they accept it. And that's it, right. And that's just the fee that you pay for them to like watch it um, and see if they want to like program it into yeah. the festival. Um, so I never, I made it my, I made my first, uh, I directed my first short in 2014 and it screened at the Toronto Short Film Festival, but I never really submitted it anywhere else. Yeah. Um, because I, I wasn't, I didn't feel like it represented me as an artist and I wasn't that proud of it. Um, you know, and then I, I, I took some time to like develop my skills as a storyteller and I made Freedom Summer. Um, but I made Freedom Summer under like with C B C funding, meaning yeah. it was gonna get distributed online. Mm-hmm. Like festivals weren't like it is screen it's oh by the way it's screening at Regent Park Film Festival in November. So go oh check my God, that out. I'm, yes. Um yes. But, but I didn't I didn't really have an opportunity to screen at any like um bigger festivals that require that it not be online. Um, so this is, so this film is actually the first time that I like had a film that I wanted to submit to, that I actually want to pay them fucking money to like submit to festivals because I genuinely think it's good. Yeah. Like I'm actually really yeah. proud of this project that so I made. It. Um, it was a long time in the making cause I wrote the script like five fucking five, six years ago. So mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely yeah. I'm thankful to have written it yeah. behind the scenes. I think there's an intimacy about that to know how brilliant the final product is because I saw what it looked like without any effect, mm-hmm. without any sound really. Like yeah, yeah, some, yeah, like horrible sound, but. It oh, was Jesus. <laughs> no, like in person, it, like the quality, obviously. Yeah, I mean the the yeah. the picture lock sequence, which I th- no, I think you saw the rough cut actually. Yeah, I saw um, the rough cut. The yeah, rough I got cut. To see the coloring. Right. Amazing. Yeah, and like seeing, getting to like see how the color coloring, just seeing like the different stages of like the short and its final like yeah final product, and like seeing how there were so many moments in the. Uh, production process where I would like show the cut to or the post production process where I would show the cut to people and then be like, I don't know about this this part. Seems like it's going on for too long. Maybe mm-hmm. it'll like be. And I'm like, it's gonna be better with sound. And it's like you'll see it when yeah. it, when the sound and I have like and we have like we had a phenomenal original score. Yeah. Uh, made by Amanda and Min Wong yeah. and shout Ben Wong. Them. Shout out to them. But um, yeah, so I actually, I'm really excited to like, you know, pay a whole bunch of fucking money to submit this film to festivals. Super excited about that. But um, excited for a road trip. Yeah, I really, I really hope it gets into, I'm just going to say it. I really hope it gets into Fantasia because I want to take a road trip to Montreal. True. Yes. Right, yes, like that's the absolutely. goal. <laughs> that's the goal. Thing, but I'm excited now. So, 
on our last, very last episode for the feature, um, the cancelled uh, portion. We gonna what's going on right now? We gonna cancel this. <laughs> I didn't know where to go with that. You know our our uh, description of yeah. this episode or this show is two awkward black girls, and I feel like you really just embodied that. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I I I sit in my awkwardness very yes, proudly, proudly in your awkwardness. Uh, we we gonna cancel this. Um, We're gonna cancel this show. We're canceling ourselves. This and ourselves. Yes. This as in the show. Yeah. And ourselves. And ourselves. You gotta go, fam. Yeah. You, gotta go. you know, gotta you gotta you know? rebirth. Rebirth. It's a rebirth. You know. You know. You know I just cut all my hair off, so true. clearly I'm about that that yeah, fetal life. Re- <laughs> you know. Uh, bald as a baby. I'm as bald as I was when I was born. You had a lot of hair. I had, did have a lot of hair when you I was born. a lot of hair? Yeah. I had a full head of hair oh, when I was born, so. Yes. Yeah, I know. Shout out, shout out to my jeans. <laughs> yeah, shout she has a little jeans. hair. It's not completely bald. I was also was white when I was born, though, so, okay. you know. Oh, yeah. Heidi was uh, lighter, too. Yeah. And then now she's like, listen, chill, 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 chill. Yeah. Uh, the son decided, hey, you're a child of the sun. Come back And, here. you know, a lot of black kids, their melanin doesn't kick in until later. Interesting. Anyway, um, <laughs> I felt like that was shade, but I'm not gonna. I don't know why it was shade. That. I just I'm not gonna touch that, that was interesting. Anyway, um, that was a shade. So we're canceling the show. Yes. Because we don't have time. We don't have time to do it and give it justice. Um, it deserves more than we we could give. Yeah. And uh, and you know. I don't think we need, we don't need to continue going around roasting people all the time. I mean, we can, just in private. We can do it in private, yeah. We'll just continue doing it in private. Yes, because I don't think I'll ever, I will die, like, I will be on my deathbed still roasting someone. Facts. Because roasting is a way of life. It is. You know? They say that if you can survive um, a black home, that you can survive anything because of our ability to roast. I wish that weren't true, but it is. Because yeah. like even your own parents will fucking roast you. And it's so. like I didn't, I didn't deserve this. But all right, so let's right. continue. <laughs> right. Um. But, so yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we have anything else to say about that, but no. we're canceling the canceled. Because I feel like everything we've been saying from the beginning until now is a continuation. Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah. Um, because it is. We've basically just episode. been talking about ourselves for like 40 yes, minutes. Yes, which is a so great. It's my great favorite topic, topic of it's conversation. Topic. Is my A1 topic, you know? Like, what, what would I ever want to talk about Who other than talk myself? Who would want to talk about ourselves? Like, we're exactly. dope people. Exactly. Like, we're awesome. Yeah. Um, Ask about us, you know? <laughs> Yo, I saw uh, Rania's post this morning where she was like, um, people said that I can't talk about art. All I have to say to that is Google me, fam. And I'm like, facts. facts. Yo, yo, you know you can Google me now? Articles show up. <laughs> <laughs> and like all my social media and stuff. Yo, don't kill me. I, I, I have articles. So you can Google. Now I can say that. Google before, me. Before, when you Google me, it's just social media. And that could mm. be said for anyone, right? Right. Now articles. 
people around. Not just one, two, three, four. That's great. Amazing. So, Google me. Google me. <laughs> Real drama, though. Yo, can I talk about... I like. I'm glad I decided I am gonna give myself an alter ego name for my art, um, in like 2012 because I am so thankful, Lou. I did that. Like you have no idea, because when you Google for hijama, ain't nothing coming up. Word. So if I get that, because I'm hunting for a part time job right now, but when I get that corporate or whatever job that requires that, that silencing thing, mm-hmm. um. For here, drama is clean. That's good. Just don't look up real drama. We good. <laughs> That's good. Actually, I think it's the same for me. Yeah. I mean, I haven't Googled myself, but I you feel like if you... Google. You have a lot on Google services. Do I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I did. I had that uh, interview I did earlier this year with yeah. Amanda Paris. That was dope. That was like a highlight of this year, to be quite honest. I did... Amanda Paris interviewed me. Yeah. Okay. Honest. Y'all, y'all niggas can't talk to me. Right? Okay. I'm still going to talk to myself. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> you can talk to me. I said y'all niggas. <laughs> y'all niggas can't talk to me. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, that's what we canceling. Um, we ain't got nothing more to say that hasn't already been said mm-hmm. 50 million different ways so mm-hmm. far. <laughs> so the canceled is canceled. canceled. All right, so let's move on to our uh, last and final black girl affirmation. Yes. Um, so I think we're just going to, I think we just want to take a month, because it is our last episode forever. Uh, <laughs> we do just want to take a moment to like know that everything comes to an end and it's okay to like recognize when things are coming to an end, mm-hmm. whether it's a project, whether it's a relationship. Yes, friendship, whatever. Friendship, uh, cake, whatever. Cake. Cake comes to an end also. Um, cake. Yeah, cake. Cake. The kind you eat. Why would it ever come to an end? I don't agree. <laughs> I'm not co-signing that. Once it's all in your mouth, it's gone. Um, yes, but you can get more. <laughs> That sounded like a final thing. Like, how dare you? I mean, you can't like eat a whole cake. You can't. You can't eat a whole cake and then just go out and get another cake. It's not realistic, fam. Excuse me. It's not realistic. I'm black in 2018. And that's realistic for me. Do you know how how susceptible black people in 2018 are to diabetes? Okay. What's your point? I my point is what I just said. I'm I'm gonna get it. Anyway, it's realistic. You said it's not realistic. To whom? Because I will go back to, to your Walmart. blood sugar. It's not realistic to your well, blood I'm, sugar. I'm good. Knock on wood. Any anyway, moving on. So we are want. We're talking about knowing when things are over, okay, and I think this conversation end. should end. <laughs> Bag of irony, like what is this? Anyway, um, yeah. All right, so and on that you, note, <laughs> thank you for listening to us. Thank you for continuing to have listened to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate you greatly. You matter. You're important. And never forget, you ain't shit. Just like us. Yeah. <laughs>
I co-signed that. Yes. Okay. Well, bye. Bye for the last time.